ready? Yep. Hello, you're listening to There Are Lots of Things, show number four. I'm your co-host, Maddie. And I'm your co-host, April. And we are going to take you on yet another journey with us. So what should we talk about today? I think we should talk about binge-watching. Binge-watching television. Yeah. I love that idea. I know it seems like we just thought of this idea off the top of our head, but I've done some research, April. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit about binge-watching? Yeah. Um, so binge-watching was officially put into the Webster Dictionary in 2017. But it takes back to the 1990s, which I kind of thought was interesting. That is interesting. I wouldn't have thought that existed until before Netflix. Well, so I thought about that, too. And then I was like, wait, I had box sets. And I definitely binged box sets. Also, they used to, like, show marathons. Yeah, on TV. Do you remember the first show you binged? I didn't prepare you for that question. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. I'm trying to think. Hmm don't i feel like it might have been something on like e they did a lot of like marathons um yeah that's what i'm thinking something on e because they used to show a lot of the same show for like a day Mm -hmm. i don't know why i would be watching that much e entertainment television but it's good what about you um it was either gilmore girls because i had the box set of that or it was one tree hill Mm. It might have been Boy Meets World. I have that box set, too. It's a good show. It's a good show. Um, Yeah, so I binge. I feel like I binge a lot of TV. Yeah. I feel like we almost only binge TV and have to make time for our regular shows in between the binging. I feel like at this point, if it's not ready to be binged, I'm not interested in it. I can appreciate that. So, do you want to know what the most binge-watched TV show in each state is? Absolutely. Well, I'm not going to give you all the states. Okay. I'll give you a couple (laughs) that are around us. All right. What would you think Kentucky is? Uh, I don't know. Cops? (laughs) No. It's It's a newer show on Amazon. The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Oh, okay. I haven't seen that, have you? I watched the first season. Yeah, it was pretty good. I finished the first season. <laughs> yeah. It's the show that I'm interested in. Um, it seems like it would be funny. It is. <laughs> Do you want to know what Indiana is? Is it cops? No. It's almost worse. Oh, God. What is that? Two and a half men. Oh, gross. Doesn't gross. that make sense? Yeah. Indiana. Come on. I saw that. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Do people really binge two and a half men? Idaho is friends. Okay. I picked Idaho because... My best friend lived there. Okay. And then Ohio is the office. So that's the four that I had. Cool. I'm not surprised by two and a half men, but I am. But I'm also not. <laughs> there was a lot of newer shows binged. Mm-hmm. But I feel like all the shows I binge are older shows. Not old, old, but... Mash. No. But there's shows that have been off for a while. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, you can't really binge something that's still in production as easily. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like Stranger Things was on a couple states. I did binge Stranger Things. Yeah, I did too, but I just felt like maybe, I don't know. I just felt like The Office was going to be on more. I don't even think I saw Parks and Rec on there. Oh, really? I don't think so. Huh. 
I can relook at it. Game of Thrones was on there a lot. Wind Calls the Heart. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Um, this Is Us was on there a lot. Riverdale. The Crown is a really good show. Have you ever seen that on Netflix? I have, yeah. Not all of it, but I started it. See, but but Game of Thrones, this is what I'm talking about. Like, I didn't want to... I watched the first season, but then I didn't want to watch it until it was done. And now it sucks, the last season, so why even bother? Yeah. That's kind of how I felt. That's almost the the risk that you're taking when you don't binge something from the beginning, or, like, you yeah. don't binge season by season, I guess. Yeah. Then you're, you might just not... Never watch it. Yeah. Also, the hype is never... It got too hyped. It did get very hyped. So, Maddie, uh, the trivia question last week. Who binge-watches more TV, men or women? <laughs> I'm going to guess women. I feel like women always do more of everything. Yeah, that is the correct answer. 44% male, 56% female. That's pretty close. I also read an article that's not on here about um, people who binge more are more depressed and lonely. Oh. As it's not, in my case, that's not true. That makes me sad. I imagine, like, I think you get kind of sad when you finish a show. A show haul, for sure. Um, I, if you have someone to binge it with. I'm thinking maybe it's people who are maybe sad and lonely, aren't going out, and so they're staying home. Yeah, there's a causality mm -hmm. situation. That makes sense. John and I started binging a show last night called Lucifer. Have you heard of that? I've heard of it. I haven't watched it. I've seen a couple of episodes. I think Jared has. It's not super my cup of tea, but... The current show that we are watching is Gilmore Girls, which is probably my... I have seen it at least ten times all the way through. You've watched it at least once a year since I've known you. Which and so, been yeah, and sometimes years. twice a year. Yeah. I watch it a lot. I'm not... I feel like you were watching it more often than you're not watching it. Well, so that used to be the case when Jarrett worked weekends. Yeah. But now that he's off on weekends with oh, me, yeah. I don't get to watch it as much. So now I'm making him watch it with <laughs> me right now because <laughs> he hasn't. There's a lot of episodes that he hasn't seen. Yeah. Yeah. He was uh, watching it when we came over. John made a very happy face when he came <laughs> in. He's so cute. Well, so that's really all the <clears throat> quote-unquote fun facts that I have Okay, for the binge-watching-ness. Cool. Well, do you want to get into our favorite shows to binge-watch? Absolutely. Awesome. Do you want me to start? Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to decide which one to start with. I think I'm going to start with Scrubs because that's a classic one, mm -hmm. and it's not... John said that anime would be divisive, so I didn't want to start with an anime. And I did some research on Scrubs. So Scrubs premiered in 2001. There are nine seasons, if you want to count the ninth one, which was garbage. <laughs> um, each episode is a half hour. Uh, according to the website that you sent me, which we can post in the show notes, uh, it would take three days and 19 hours to binge. It is not on Netflix, um, but it is on DVD at my house, if you want to go <laughs> watch it there. So Scrubs is... You've been Scrubs. Yes. Well, for those who don't know, Scrubs is, it's a medical drama sitcom. Comedy. Yeah. Comedy sitcom. Um, it's a little bit surreal. How do you, how would you put that together? A medity? 
<laughs> I don't know if that's how you would do it's like that. A comedy, medical med, comedy, med com, comical, comical. <laughs> Just call it comical. <laughs> well, there you go. It's a comical, everybody. Um, I like that. You thought it was an adjective. <laughs> Surprise! It's a noun. Uh, so it takes place at Sacred Heart Hospital. Um, the three main characters are J.D. Turk and Elliot, and they are just, they've just ended medical school. They're starting out as interns. Um, and then other characters are like nurses, chief of medicine, uh, the janitor. <laughs> the janitor. The janitor. Scrubs is interesting because like upon researching it, I realized that a lot of people hate Zach Braff, mm. which I mean, I guess I've heard that before. Uh, is there a specific reason? Um, I don't know. I mean, there seems like there are several reasons why, but okay. I just don't really care that much about actors' personal lives, I guess, unless they're really evil, like Mel Gibson. But something that is interesting about Scrubs is that most um, medical professionals say that it's the most accurate uh, depiction of the medical profession on TV. And I asked my sister, who's a doctor, and she confirmed that the show is the most accurate depiction of medical profession on TV that she's seen. Um, and part of that is because creator Bill Lawrence um, had a friend from college who became a cardiologist. And so he built a lot of the story around his stories. Um, and I found a pretty good quotation about that. He said, in television, we like our doctors to be very heroic and very dramatic, and they kick doors open, and they say the word stat a lot. <laughs> but if your buddy was funny, kind of a goofball that made jokes out of everything in college, then as a doctor, he's the same guy. I also read an article about how Scrubs influenced shows like Arrested Development, 30 Rock, How I Met Your Mother, and Parks and Rec. Oh, I didn't even think about How I Met Your Mother. I've binged that, too. Yeah. They drew a lot of parallels between Scrubs and How I Met Your Mother. Like, J.D. and the main character in that show are, like, both really sensitive. and I can see that. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Um, <laughs> whole thing. It's a whole thing. So, um, for me, I my final thoughts, the reasons that I like it, well, it's, first of all, it's hilarious. But why I think I can watch it over and over again is that it it's really funny, but it also touches on really serious topics. Like, death, medical malpractice, like, terminal illnesses and all, all kinds of stuff. But they also balance it with... The kind of ridiculous and, like I said, screwball, which I appreciate because, like, that's the way life is to me. Like, my life has had a lot of tragedy, but I also try to laugh at a lot of things and not take myself too seriously. So it has these serious topics, but then it also has episodes that are, like, musicals. Um, <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, here's a, a fun fact. John and I danced to the last song from the Scrubs finale at our wedding. Aww. And I saved a couple of articles that I can put in the show notes. Another good thing about this show is it has a lot of good quotes that are really funny that we continue to say to each other in our personal <laughs> lives all the time. So I don't know if I should go into something funny or just the first one on my list. I kind of put mine, my list together in release date. Okay. So the oldest show to the newest show. Hit me with the first one on your list. Um, the West Wing. Okay, I have not seen The West Wing. That's unfortunate. For you, not 
for me because I've seen it multiple times. <laughs> Do you think that I would like it? Well, so I'll talk about that. Okay. So when I was younger, my parents watched The West Wing. But it is a political drama. Okay. A drama comedy, really. Really? Yeah, there's a lot of funny parts in The West Wing. Huh. I had no idea. Yeah. So my parents used to watch it when I was younger because this show came out in 99, so I would have been turning eight, so seven into eight. Okay. And I thought it was cool even then because I've always wanted to be like a lawyer into yeah. politics and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. But it was on past my bedtime, so I never oh. actually got to watch it. I would sometimes go and like peek around the corner and watch it. <laughs> While they were watching it. The um, thought of little tiny April watching the West Wing <laughs> past her bedtime. So um, but I had never seen it all the way through. Jarrett had seen it before we started dating. He had seen it multiple times. And he said we should watch it together. And Jared is also a political science major, yes. Major, yes. Um, I think I just kind of started because, like I said, he works um he used to work weekends so i would try to binge a couple shows if i wasn't watching the gilmore girls west wing was one that i would watch and he would kind of watch with me when i didn't want to stop and do mm-hmm. when he got home it's hilarious drama filled great characters great plot lines like wow it is everything for me <laughs> i have watched it now i probably watch it once a year now too really Mm-hmm. Checks all the boxes for you. It does. It's good. it's the characters in it are just amazing. The writing is so good. Um, I probably could have done a lot of fact checking on this because, or article research on this because I know that it's one of the fastest spoken shows in television, much like Elmore Girls. So maybe that's why I like it. Um, what does that mean? Like it just moves quickly. The words per minute. Mm. Um, the scripts are almost double what you would get in a regular huh. hour long television show so yes it is an hour long there are seven seasons of it and it would take you six days and ten hours to watch it if you watched it all the way through from start to finish it's a doozy a little bit but it is it is like i said really good it is currently on netflix so you can go ahead and start binging now um like i said it is a political drama and it has um president josiah jed bartlett which is played by Martin Sheen. So it's got a lot of great actors in it. You have Chief of Staff, Leo McGarry, played by John Spencer. Sam Seaborn is played by Rob Lowe. C.J. Craig is played by Alice and Janie. And then there's just a ton of other great actors and characters in it. Um, but the actors just play so well off of each other. Um, they do this walk and talk thing, which is like a production in and of itself, where they in one shot do mm. uh, like a full scene walking through the White House or walking through anywhere, really. I love scenes like that. Like, I'm always really interested in camera work. Yeah, and there's a lot of it in it. And it's just, it's the art of it. Yeah. You, you can see and feel the art of the show when you're watching it. And I, that's one of the things I really like about it. So you asked, would you like it? You do not have to have a political science degree okay. to watch it. Cool. I don't. You don't. You don't even really have to be that into politics. While there is a lot of politics, you know, political talking in it, it's just just like medical. You're not into the medical right. field. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that so, makes sense. So um, I think it would, it would 
be the same type of thing here. It's a little bit more of a drama than Scrubs is. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, there are funny parts. And then they do a really good job of explaining certain political things that not 100% of the population would understand. Mm-hmm. Um, they use different characters, minor characters asking questions like, what is a bill? <laughs> or something like yeah. that, you know? And then the main characters will kind of explain to that minor character what why things are happening or what things are. And then in turn, it's also telling the audience. That's smart. So you don't really feel it. that dumb. Yeah. Because someone else is asking the question. Yeah. Um, they usually use a um, character named Donna, who is uh, Josh Lyman's secretary. And they have dubbed it Donna Telling. Because <laughs> her name is Donatella, is her real name. So mm-hmm. they they have dubbed that Donatelli, and I kind of thought that was funny. That is funny. If you like the West Wing, or if you are wanting to give the West Wing a try and have a podcast type thing associated with it, then um, the West Wing Weekly podcast, which I have listened to, not all of it, but I have tried to listen to it as I watch the show. Mm-hmm. But much like binging, you just have to – I just go through the episodes, and then I'm 15 episodes behind on the right, podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they go episode by episode and kind of break it down. They tell fun facts about the episode. It's um, Richie mm, – maybe that's his name – Haraway and Joshua Molina. But he and this other guy are the host of the podcast. And it, they always have different cast members on as well That's from cool. the West Wing. And this show has been off the air since 2006. Wow. And this podcast is fairly new. Um, it's been around since 2016, so 10 years after the finale. And people are still super into this show. That's awesome. So I think it's definitely one to watch and binge. Cool. My interest is peaked. Yay. <laughs> yep, so that was the West Wing. You think you're going to watch it? Maybe. I'm currently listening to the Hamilton soundtrack, which you've <laughs> put me on to, so I've got... And I still haven't watched Gilmore Girls. Kitty does not like that. I know. I'm sorry. My <laughs> husband did watch it all the way through. He, he binged it without me. I mean, Aww. it's not his fault. I wasn't watching it, but I can blame him for all sorts of things. Um. Okay. Get ready, because I'm switching gears completely. My show. I'm ready. My next show is Sailor Moon. Woo! You know, I watched Sailor Moon when I was younger. Did you? I never binged it. Well, there's still time. Yeah. I loved it when I watched it. It's wonderful. So, for you fools who don't know what Sailor Moon is, uh, it's based on a. It's an anime. It's based on a manga. Um, it was. It premiered in 1992. The show did. So I actually found conflicting numbers about how many seasons there were okay but i can tell you for sure that there were five series so there was sailor moon the original one uh went from 92 to 93 sailor moon r the next year sailor moon s sailor moon super s and sailor moon sailor stars so all in all five series that ran from 92 to 97 i don't know where you can watch this but i do have all of those on dvd at my house okay um the quality is garbage. Party at Maddie's house. Yes. Um, each episode is about 25 minutes. 
According to the website that you sent, uh, what is that called? Uh, it's called bingeclock.com. Okay. So according to bingeclock.com, it would take three days, 12 hours to watch, but I'm not exactly sure what that's referring to. Like which seasons and yeah. stuff or series. It's not on Netflix. You, I think you can pay to watch it on Amazon Prime um, and Sailor Moon Crystal is on Hulu, but that's a remake that I do not care for. So Sailor Moon um, has a great intro. She, oh, God, it does. Yeah. Wonderful. Moonlight Densetsu. It's a wonderful song. <laughs> that's a classic. And uh, let's see. I started watching Sailor Moon probably when I was about eight. It was on Cartoon Network. Yep. Toonami. That was probably when I started watching Sailor Moon. Yeah, I was really into it. Um, I think that was one of the first cartoons that I saw or any any sort of show that had like a female lead, like female superhero. But the the interesting thing about Sailor Moon is that she's not very strong or powerful. She's mostly really nice. Like that's her kind of her superpower is that she's got good friends. She's usually described as kind of a, a crybaby. So I think what is appealing about the show is that she's flawed. She's a kid and she acts like a kid. And so she's relatable in that way. But then she's thrown into these really bizarre situations where she has to be strong, um, which, you know, I feel like we can all relate to because we've all been put there. The theme music is awesome. Also, there's sort of this great repetition of the transformation scenes, which is something fun mm-hmm. to look forward to. Um, they're just really beautifully animated and they are fun. <laughs> I have some interesting facts about Sailor Moon. Um, one of these I don't think that you'll like very much. Uh, in the American dub, a ton of stuff was censored. They changed the term Sailor Senshi, which means Sailor Warrior, to Sailor Scouts. They completely censored two homosexual relationships that were in the original Japanese version. Hmm. One of them, they just turned a man into a woman, just using the voice. This, they, I mean, the the people who were dubbing it decided to have a woman voice this man so that it was a straight relationship instead of a gay relationship. Hmm. Um, and then Sailor Uranus and Sailor Neptune were lesbians, but they, in the American dub, called them cousins and like cut out whole scenes. Um, and the producers, the American producers didn't even air the final season because it was like, there was just too much, too much of that. Sailor Moon is one of the most popular and widely recognized characters of all time. In 2004, a study showed that there are 3,335,000 different websites dedicated to Sailor Moon. <laughs> wow. In comparison, there are only 491,000 websites about Mickey Mouse. Oh, I know. Sorry. Well. Anyway, it's a great show. And Mickey Mouse is a great mouse. This <laughs> <laughs> yes, is a great mouse. Yeah, I do like Sailor Moon. Like I said, I never binged it. Haven't watched it as an adult. But I have um, I have seen the show. And one year in high school, I dressed up like a sailor and everybody called me Sailor Moon. That's a compliment. Yeah. So the next one is Gilmore Girls. I'm surprised. The best. You are surprised? You're not surprised she's shaking your head, no. Um, Gilmore Girls started in 2000, October 5th, 2000. It went until May 15th, 2007. So it did have seven seasons. They are an hour long. Um, each episode, not the season. They 
Um, it would take six days and nine hours to watch all of them. If you're watching them consecutively and not sleeping, obviously. It is on Netflix. They were going to take it off Netflix at one point. But you single-handedly. I single-handedly stopped that. So the series has two main characters. You have Lorelai Gilmore and Rory Gilmore. And it just kind of takes you on their journey. Um, Lorelai not really ever being able to find a suitable husband or suitor or something like that. Even though she is so totally into Luke Mm -hmm. the whole time. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it goes on Rory's little kind of journey of her men, but also her education and stuff like that, which I think is really cool. Although when she gets into college, we never hear about her education anymore, which is not as cool. Right. You don't have a favorite boyfriend if you've never seen it. Does John have a favorite boyfriend? He does not like your favorite boyfriend. Logan? Well, I like Jess. I like them both. I like them both so much. Jess is the one that he does not like very much, I think. He's kind of douchey. He can be, but he's also, he meets her on an intellectual level. Yeah, I think he... Which Dean could never do. Right. I think that (laughs) he prefers the fact that Dean is a nicer person. But he's not. I don't know. He's really not that nice. We should have John talk about it because I don't have all of his okay. feelings in my head. Dean, all Dean wants is to make out and watch Lord of the Rings, which is not something that Rory is into. Which is, that's what you want, that's what you want. But find sure. a girl that wants it too. Right. Don't force it. That's legitimate. I just felt like it was forced. So in 2016, <laughs> they came out with the In the Life. Where they had four additional one-hour mm-hmm. episodes. And Rory's not really shown in the best light in those episodes. Really? Yeah. I won't ruin it for you because I don't want to spoil this amazing television show. Okay. But I still love the show. It's funny. There's a ton of references. A lot of references um, I didn't get until I was a little older or started having more diverse friends and stuff like that. Yeah. I like um, Lorelai's friend who's the... Suki? Yeah. I do too. Um, So the last season of Gilmore Girls was not um, directed or produced or written by the person who had written the first Mm. couple of seasons. I think it was just the last season. It may have also been part of season six. And you can really feel that. Yeah. Things happen that you're like, uh, I'm not totally 100% sure that would have actually happened. That didn't seem like something that Lorelai would do mm-hmm. or something that Rory would do. So it, it kind of felt a little off. And then it ended while it was a really cool, powerful last couple minutes. You didn't really know what was going on. Oh. You didn't know who was with who. You didn't know who was going to get with who. And it was just really, really weird. The, the whole series finale was like that? Yeah. Oh. But many years later, they brought it back, and they tried to answer some questions. They still didn't answer all of them. So um, the show was created by Amy Sherman Palladino. She came back for those last four episodes of In the Life. Is it called In the Life? I'm feeling like I'm getting that real wrong. A Year in the Life is what it's mm-hmm. called. She came back for the last four episodes that they did many years later and you it felt like the Gilmore Girls again Mm -hmm. and she had always wanted to end the series with four words and 
the original series before they did the year in the life. Uh, and so she was actually able to do that when they did the year in the life. Nice. But still not cool, man, because now we're left on another cliffhanger. You did the year in the life to help wrap it up, and then you didn't wrap it up at all. Is there more episodes coming? I don't know. That's obnoxious. I would prefer a book. Give yeah. me a book to finally close it out. I need to have some closure on these things. Right. That's the worst part about shows is sometimes with some of like the shows that I have on my list, you get a lot of closure, but other times you do not. So the worst. Well, see, now I'm not sure. Should I watch it or is I'm, am I just going to be unsatisfied? I think you should watch it still. Okay. It's, I mean, I watch it once, maybe twice a year, yeah. so it's still pretty good, even though I'm left a little unsatisfied. Yeah. I will say I haven't watched Year in the Life as many times, obviously, as I've watched the actual season mm-hmm. or series, but it's still really good. All so right. that's all I got for Gilmore Girls. It's great. Highly recommend it. Okay. The last one I have, I didn't, I don't have much to say about this one. <laughs> it's okay. Um... I, ha- I had a really hard time narrowing down all these shows that I really love. But I think I'm going to say Murder, She Wrote for my third one. Uh, it premiered in 1984. It is 12 seasons. And each episode is 50 minutes. So according to Binge Clock, it would take 11 days and 8 hours. It is not on Netflix, but it is on Amazon Prime for okay. free. So If you have Prime. It's included in Amazon Prime. Yep. So this show stars... Angela Lansbury, a.k.a. Mrs. Potts. Tell us all this time. That's the one, exactly. Um, Does she sing that song? Not that I recall. Not explicitly? Not explicitly. (laughs) She's singing it in her heart, though, always. (laughs) Anyway, she, in the show, was... She's a retired substitute teacher. And uh, in her retirement, she decides to take a whack at... uh, Writing mystery novels. Oh, not a literal whack. <laughs> she tries to literally <laughs> whack someone <laughs> with a stick. Uh, no, she she tries her hand at writing mystery novels and becomes very successful at it. She lives in Cabot Cove, Maine. And by golly, everybody in Maine is getting murdered. Like, the ratio of people to murders in Cabot Cove is like one-to-one. So, um, just... You look out if you go to Cabot Cove, Maine. Anyway, it's great because somehow, even though people are getting murdered every single show, it's still really fun and whimsical. Theme music is adorable. And uh, the intro, my co-host is like totally ignoring my fun facts about- I'm listening. <laughs> um, <laughs> I am listening. I am yeah. taking it all in. I just was listening from a different perspective. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, I forgot you can still hear me when you have the headphones on because you have ears. Uh, anyway, you should just watch, even if you don't watch the show, you should watch the opening part because it's this really fun piano music and Angela Lansbury is like working it out all around Maine. She's like riding a bike and like jogging in her jogging suit. I think I've seen the opening before. It's great. Uh, when I worked at the coffee shop, sometimes I would just play the opening song to Murder, She Wrote. People would be like, what are you doing? <laughs> and you really root for Angela Lansbury. She's adorable and she looks like an owl. And um, she's, you know, super smart. She's always one step ahead of everybody. And uh, yeah, it's super late 80s, early 90s. 
aesthetics. So everybody has like landline phones and big uh, shoulder pads and it's just good fun. I love that. Yeah, it's great. I love watching Oda shows for that reason. Like even in Gilmore Girls, she has a pager. She's paging <laughs> her boyfriend. And my kids wouldn't get this today. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Everyone's hair is just so permed. You did recommend that I watch that show. I haven't seen it yet. It's okay. It is good, though. I thought you were saying the show was okay. It's okay. It's all right. I mean, it is okay. It's not like, you know, you're not like with the West Wing, like, oh, my God, the artistry. Fireball, please. She doesn't like anything that I'm saying. I guess not. Anyway, unlike West Wing, you're not dazzled by the artistry of murder she wrote. But it is good fun. Good. So, I recommend it. I will watch it. Good. We were, like I said, we were looking for new shows to binge. We ended up with Gilmore Girls. <laughs> <laughs> A show that you've never watched. <laughs> so, we'll, we'll probably watch. We I really want to watch Modern Family all the way through. Mm-hmm. Just because it just ended. I haven't seen that. Well, I have a ton more shows to talk about, and I'm sure you do, too. I do. But... We only want to keep this to about 30 minutes. So how about we wrap up for today? That sounds good. And then we can talk some more about it in a week or two. All right. I love that idea. Um, well, thank you for listening, everybody. And as always, it was so much fun to hang out with you and talk about our favorite binge shows. Um, we hope that you had fun this week. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram, where you'll find today's show notes along with fun trivia questions. That will give you a hint about next week's episode topic. Uh, you can also <laughs> leave show topic suggestions there or email us at talent.podcast at gmail.com. That's T-A-L-O-T dot podcast at gmail.com. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to our podcast over at iTunes or wherever you stream your podcast. Until next time. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>